0: If we don't have a clear end goal in mind, our business could end up in a completely different direction to where we thought it was going to be, and that obviously would not be a good thing. Welcome to The Success Club, the podcast where we delve into all things business, marketing, mindset, and how to succeed as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Shakira Jade, multiple seven-figure business owner and business coach Along with resources and actionable steps so that you can make your wildest dreams a reality. I invite you to be a part of the Success Club by subscribing to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's get into it. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so excited to be here again for another week with you guys. We are actually coming close to 30 episodes, which is so wild to me. I am so beyond excited that I have made it this far. And I want to thank you guys for listening along as well, because it has been so much fun just to do this podcast and just to watch all the downloads. See you guys continue listening every single week. That is just absolutely so exciting. And I can't thank you guys enough from the bottom of my heart for your support and for always showing up here for me. I just truly appreciate it so much. And I'm so excited to be nearing 30 episodes. I did hear when I was at a conference a couple months ago that if you make it past 20 episodes, you're in like the top 1% of all podcasts because most people don't make it past three episodes, let alone 20 episodes. The fact we're nearing 30, I'm very proud of that. So thank you so much for being here with me along the ride. Now, today I'm going to be talking again about systems. I have talked about this before. I will talk about it again. I will keep talking about it till the day I die because I'm so passionate about implementing systems in your business. Now, I don't want you guys to switch this podcast off and think, oh, so boring. I don't care about systems. I don't want to be bothered with that. I really want you guys to listen to this full episode and get the most out of it and just really understand why it's so important to have really good systems in your business. So I'm going to give you a little bit of an example as to why systems matter so much. So let's say you are going to the theater, you're going to see a play. Let's say you're going to see Phantom of the Opera because that happens to be my favorite theater show. So you go to the theater and you sit down and then the orchestra starts playing music. And basically everybody in the orchestra, all the musicians have decided they're just going to play whatever music they feel like playing that day. They have no run sheet. The conductor just says, hey, you guys can play whatever you want to play. You know, I don't want to take away your creative freedom. So I'm just going to let you play whatever it is that you want to play. Could you imagine the reaction that the audience would give if everybody was just playing random music. Could you imagine the kinds of reviews the audience would leave for that opera if all the musicians were just playing whatever they wanted? And could you imagine how the musicians would feel when they realized that the audience wasn't enjoying what they were playing, that it was a total mess, that it sounded absolutely terrible? And also, how would the conductor feel? Who's the one responsible for conducting the whole orchestra? So as you can see, That is obviously not how an orchestra is run, but if it was to be run that way, it would be such a mess. And yet somehow so many businesses are run just like that. They don't have proper systems in place. Everybody's just flying by the seat of their pants, hoping for the best, and it doesn't always work. And of course you can get by for some time with no systems and you can get by on very minimal structure. But as you grow the business, if you want to scale the business, if you want to have multiple employees or have multiple locations, it is so important to put processes and systems in place. So going back to the orchestra example, the musicians in the orchestra would have a rehearsal schedule. So they would know exactly where and when the rehearsals are taking place. And this would ensure that everybody is in sync and everybody has time to practice. And this is similar in a business. This is similar to team meetings. And training sessions in a business to make sure that everybody is on the same page. So when you get together, you guys are basically rehearsing for the show or for servicing your clients or whatever it is that you guys might be doing. You're coming together to rehearse, practice, make sure that you guys can put on a really good show. And this is so vital to success of a business, having those regular meetings, having those training sessions to make sure everyone is essentially playing the same music. Secondly, everybody has a set list and sheet music. So every musician knows what music is going to be played well in advance and they know the set list for the concert or for the performance. They're not scrambling last minute trying to figure out what they're supposed to play without any time to rehearse. And this is kind of like a business having a clear business plan and procedures in place. It's very similar when you have a clear business plan and you have a clear vision and it's shared by everybody within the business. It really means that everybody's rowing the boat in the same direction and they're all in unison. And that is also what you need in order to grow a successful business. You're not just going to have in an orchestra one random musician who is playing some rogue music because they feel like it that again is going to throw out the sound and the synchronicity of the whole orchestra so it's the same in the business everyone needs to be going in the same direction on the same page and that's where a clear vision and business plan comes in place next up we have roles and responsibilities so each section of the orchestra has Their own responsibilities. So you might have some people playing guitar, some people playing violin, some people playing the flute, some people playing uh, piano. And of course, the musician who is playing the guitar is not just going to stop halfway through the song and walk over and start playing the piano or put his guitar down and walk over and start playing the flute. No, he's a guitar player. He's employed to be in a guitar player, and he's going to do that throughout the whole show. And it's the same in a business. Everybody needs to know what their role and responsibility is within the business. So it's important to have clear job descriptions and a good organizational hierarchy so that everybody knows who their manager is, who they need to report to and exactly what they're supposed to be doing. This creates so much less confusion and instability within the business when everybody knows exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Now, of course, that's not to say that in a business, someone who is perhaps on the marketing team can't occasionally go and help out with the operations team if they need it. Or maybe someone who is a manager might have to jump in and do customer service calls or customer service emails at some point. Of course, if you have a good business and a good team, they will be more than happy to help each other when times call for it but you really want to make sure that everyone has a clear description of what they're supposed to be doing, that the expectations you have for your team are clearly communicated. So they know what they're supposed to be doing and they know when they're doing a good job. We then have the conductor's leadership. So the conductor directs the whole orchestra. They set the tempo, they set the timing, they make the cues for the various sections to make sure that everybody is in harmony. And this is very similar to the role of management or leadership within the business. This is a matter of steering the team towards the common objectives and making sure that you are a good, strong leader who can really keep everybody going in the same direction. We then also have tuning and sound checks. So before the performance, the musicians tune their instruments and they do sound checks. So this is kind of similar to a quality assurance in a business that's ensuring that services or products meet the standards that the clients are expecting before they are introduced to customers and making sure that the customer service and the skills of the team is consistent and that the customers are getting that same experience every time they come. The next part is audience feedback. So obviously in an orchestra, normally afterwards, the audience would cheer cheer. They might do a standing ovation, and that's a way for the orchestra to get feedback. They might also be critics who go out and write reviews, which is kind of similar to Google reviews in business. Um, So your business might want to look at using customer feedback forms to make sure that your customers are happy with the service. We have an automated customer feedback form that goes out after anyone has had an appointment with us. And then that way we're able to get that immediate feedback to see if the customer is happy, to see if they like the service that they've had done. And then we're able to rectify any issues and nip them in the bud before they become a bigger issue than what they need to be. So I hope that example really hit home as to why it's so important to have systems and processes in your business. You can really see how it can just be such a mess. And as a business owner, it can be so exhausting feeling like you're constantly having to tell people things over and over again when you could just have them written down and documented in a process manual that provides so much more ease now before you get started with your processes you want to make sure that you have a really clear vision for the business so you want to take time to write down all of your business goals Write down your vision for the business and you want to make sure that you're looking at your long-term goals. You really need to have the end point in mind so that you can be directing the business and directing your team in the same direction. I know if you think of a ship that is traveling from one location to another, they might have the ship set on autopilot, but if they set that autopilot just one degree off, it will end up in a completely different location by the time it actually gets there. And that's the same with the business. If we don't have a clear end goal in mind, our business could end up in a completely different direction to where we thought it was going to be. And that obviously would not be a good thing. So we want to have really clear objectives and clear long-term goals in mind so that when we're creating processes and systems, we're using these to get towards those long-term goals. Now, I think for your business, If you are working on your own, you want to try to obviously build up enough systems where you can hire your first employee. When you're hiring your first employee, having those systems all ready to go in place is going to be an absolute game changer. I most certainly did not have any of that in place when I hired my first employee and everything was just last minute. It was messy And honestly, as a business owner, it's kind of embarrassing if you have someone come on board and you don't have your stuff organized and you don't have good systems in place. It's kind of embarrassing to be scrambling to put these things in place. So if you don't have anyone yet. Definitely would recommend getting the systems ready before you hire someone so that you have a really nice onboarding process. And then, of course, if you do have a team, you most likely do already have some systems in place. So I would recommend working on building up your processes, building up your SOP bank, which stands for standard operating procedure and making sure that that is really solid and that all the systems that you're currently using are the most efficient that they could possibly be. You definitely want to be able to get your business to a point where you can at least leave it for a few weeks and take a holiday and get away without feeling like the place is going to burn down without you. I would say as a minimum, as a business owner, that is where you want to get your business to be. I heard a saying once that all businesses should be franchisable, not that they should be franchised, but they should be franchisable. So the systems and structure in place should be like you are going to create a franchise, like you were going to create a second location and you want to be able to copy and paste what you've done in that location. That is the end goal to be able to have a business that is franchisable. Even if you don't decide to do that, it means you have really solid systems in place and everything is a well-oiled machine. I also want to stress that if you have really good solid systems and everyone is following them, it really creates a lot more peace within the business. For instance, if you run out of FPOS roles in the business and you're not actually there and there's a document that one of your team can look at and see where they need to reorder FPOS roles boom, it's so easy. They don't have to contact you. They don't have to stress about what to do. You've already pre-thought about this. You already have it written down. It's already in a process and they know exactly what they're supposed to do. It also helps you to be more consistent with your business. You're able to have more consistent revenue. You're able to have more satisfied employees and more happy customers. In a fast-paced world, time is everything, and for busy business owners like you, efficiency is key. That's why I use Flowdesk, the ultimate email-building platform designed to save you time and skyrocket your business success. With Flowdesk, creating stunning emails is a breeze. Say goodbye to complicated interfaces and coding. Flowdesk's user-friendly editor empowers you to design captivating emails in minutes. They also have amazing automations which help you to save time and money. If you've ever gotten an email from me, you would have seen the beautiful design as I use Flowdesk for all my emails. Flowdesk offers a vast collection of templates crafted to match your brand's unique style. If you are interested in trying Flowdesk on a free trial, you can go to shakirajade.com forward slash Flowdesk to find out more or use my code shakirajade at checkout to save 50% off your first year. Join myself and thousands of other entrepreneurs who use and trust Flowdesk. Now I want to talk about some of the key areas where I feel that having systems and structure is really important. So the first one would be client management. If you are a service provider, you obviously need some sort of system for your client management. So that could be some sort of CRM where you're able to manage all your client communications and all the interactions that you have with them, or it might also be an online booking system where they can make appointments with you. You definitely want to have some kind of system for managing all of your clients. You also want to have a system for obtaining customer feedback. So, once you've completed a service or if you have an e commerce business and you've sold a product, you want to have some kind of form that automatically goes out to your customers to ask for their feedback. This is going to be really vital in getting good and bad feedback for your products and services so that then you can pivot and adjust where necessary. You also want to have client retention strategies in place. So, this might be a loyalty program. Or it might even just be checking in with your top 20 or top 50 customers every quarter to make sure they're happy and make sure they want to continue on with the business. Making sure you have a plan in place to retain the clients because it costs about five times as much to obtain a new client as it does to just keep a client that you already have. So it's definitely worth looking at what you can do to retain those clients that you already have second area would be inventory control. So this obviously doesn't apply to you if you are just a service provider, but if you do have an e-commerce business or you have a brick and mortar business or a salon business like I do, definitely having inventory control is going to be very fundamental. So this is to track all your products. This is to make sure you've got reordering points and levels set, and also looking at your waste reduction. So looking at areas within the business where you could potentially be wasting product or wasting things where you could reduce this down and making sure that you're being as lean and efficient as possible. The third area would be employee training and development. And this is a huge area where I think a lot of businesses fall short, where it could be improved. So having really good solid onboarding systems is amazing. This is going to really help With one, giving a really good impression to your new employees and two, you're going to set them up for success and get them trained in their role as quick as possible, which means they can start making money for the business as soon as possible. I feel that we have a pretty good onboarding system in my business. We have a range of online videos that have been pre recorded so that every new employee that comes into the business can watch all of those videos and really get a feel for what they're supposed to do. We have training in there on how to actually do their job, but alongside that, I put in there what are my expectations of them, what is the company culture. I put in our core values and I talk about how I want them to emulate our core values. And I go into so many different aspects of the business so that they really get to understand what it is that we're looking for and they can get on board a lot quicker. So having an onboarding system is really great and it's definitely a great way to impress new employees, hopefully keep them within the business. And it also just, again, reduces stress and overwhelm. As a part of your employee training as well, you want to make sure you have regular training programs set up for your employees. And I know a lot of people are hesitant to invest in their employees because they think, what if I invest in them and then they leave and they go somewhere else and I've spent all this money. But if you really think about it, the worst possible outcome would be that you don't invest in your team, that you don't train them. And then they're not very good or they don't do a very good job. And then the reputation of your whole business Is ruined. That would be the worst possible outcome. It wouldn't be you losing a little bit of money because you invested in them getting some training. So I definitely recommend investing in your team, having good systems in place for training them, doing regular training, regular updates so they can be kept up to date. They can be reminded. And another point on that as well, when you are teaching someone new or when you have a team, it actually takes telling someone something seven times for them to remember it. I would have thought once or twice. I used to be the kind of leader that was like, if I have to tell you more than one time, I'm not happy about it. (laughs) But it actually takes seven times for someone to really remember something and for it to really sink in. So if you've told someone three times already, then just remember, you've only got four times left to tell them. So Keep this in mind when you are doing training. This is why it's so important to continually do training, to continually remind your team of these processes and systems. Remind them of what's expected of them because they are going to forget. And it's just human nature and you just have to keep reminding them. It's just a part of being a good leader. You also want to make sure you have a good system in place for performance reviews. This is really important for you to touch base with your employees to make sure they're happy, make sure their skills are good, and you can really refine where they need some training and improvement. And you can get their feedback on what they think of the job, what they think they're doing well, or maybe they could be improving upon. And it's a really good time to have that touch base moment with them. The fourth area that you want to have good solid systems in place is for your financials. So if you have an accounting system, that is obviously a great way to keep track of all your finances. If you don't already have one, absolutely get one because you need it and it's life changing. Even if your business is small and it's just you working on your own, having an accounting system and being really aware of your numbers is really going to set you up for success in your business. You want to make sure that you're regularly tracking your sales, your expenses, and you want to know exactly what it is that you're profiting every month. My accountants send us a report with exactly how much we're profiting each month. And this is so vital for me to understand exactly what is required of me and what decisions I need to make in the business to ensure it stays profitable and keeps moving forward. You also want to have good systems in place for budgeting. So this is for ordering stock or for what you're actually going to spend on the business. You want to be clear what you actually can spend. And then you also want to be clear on what you actually need to make every month in order to break even. You need to be really aware of these figures because they are so important for running a business. Being aware of your finances and your break even point is going to make your life so much easier And then you can actually work with those figures rather than being afraid of them. The fifth area is marketing and sales. So you want to have some systems in place for digital marketing strategies. It could be things such as how often you're going to post on Instagram, on TikTok, how many stories you're going to post. It could be that you want to do a weekly or a quarterly or a monthly um, email out to all your clients. So you want to have a system in place for how you're going to do that and how you're going to actually follow through with that as well. You might also want to look at seasonal promotions. So I know for me, there are times of the year where we are a little bit more quiet. So we like to run some more promotions during those time periods to get more customers through the door. So looking at those in advance and planning them out is really important. It's also good to have a system for customer referral programs. So your customers, as I said, it's so much easier to keep the customers you already have. And if you have happy customers, then they are going to be some of your best advertisements, some of your raving fans for your business. So you definitely want to utilize them to bring more business in. So having some sort of good customer referral program in place is really helpful. And the sixth area is having some kind of quality assurance. Now I know here in Australia there is certain laws that the government has where you actually have to provide a quality assurance guarantee no matter what. So If a customer is unhappy with the product or service, then you either need to somehow rectify the situation or you need to give them a refund. And that's just what the law states. So you may as well have some kind of guarantee in place, whether that's some sort of money back guarantee or satisfaction guarantee. And that's going to show your customers that you really believe in your product so much so that you're prepared to back it with a guarantee. And at the end of the day, it's kind of what you have to do by law anyway. So you may as well advertise that you can have a guarantee. You may as well just put it out there and advertise it as a selling point to give your customers confidence in order to want to buy from you. You also want to make sure, of course, that you have all your SOPs in order. So your standard operating procedure, this is a document that outlines all of the processes that are involved in your business. So this is important to have this up to date, make sure that you regularly review it as well to make sure that everything is running in the business as it should be. And then you also want to include any safety protocols or any sort of OHS things that might need to be included. That should all go into your SOP manual. You also, again, want to make sure that you are monitoring your customer experience, getting that customer feedback, making sure the experience is good and therefore making sure you're able to retain those clients. So just to do a little recap of what we spoke about, I gave you guys the orchestra example. And of course, if the orchestra was playing all the music they wanted in all different directions, it would sound terrible, but thankfully most orchestras are very well executed. Everybody is playing in sync. It sounds beautiful. And that's what we want for our businesses, for everyone to be in sync, for everyone to be rowing the boat in the same direction, and just to have that peace and stability in the business. We spoke about the key areas of your business that need systems and structure. And I talked about client management, inventory control, employee training and onboarding, financials, marketing and sales, and of course, quality assurance, including your SOPs being up to date. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know sometimes talking about systems can be a little bit blah and like not the most sexy, exciting topic, but I really believe in the power of them. I think it is an absolute game changer, particularly for my business and for my clients' businesses. And I hope that you guys take some things away from this and implement lots of systems in your business today. So for this week's favorite things, I'm actually going to recommend another podcast that I love listening to. It's called Online Marketing Made Easy by Amy Porterfield. And I have been listening to her for many years now. I think probably at least six years, I would say. And I am very inspired by her. She was definitely the first person to inspire me to have a podcast because the information she was giving out and the way she structured her podcast, I was just absolutely obsessed with. And it definitely was a big part of my inspiration for wanting to start my own podcast. But her podcast is incredible. She talks all about digital marketing strategies. She is big into course building, uh, sorry, list building, and course creation. So if you are looking to create an online course or you are looking to grow your email list, she is the absolute queen of these things. So I would definitely recommend checking her out. She is amazing. The podcast is so good. There's actually so many topics on there and so many guest speakers on there as well. I really thoroughly enjoy it. It's one of my favorite podcasts and it has been consistently for many years now. So Definitely go check out Amy Porterfield and online marketing made easy. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll be back here same time next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it or got some value from it, please share it with a friend who you think might like it also. If you're feeling extra generous, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me to reach more people and spread my message to those who need it the most when growing their business. Thanks once again, and I'll see you here next week.